everyone it's that time again for another podcast with real life discussion with pastor rodney and Teresa. i wanted to take this opportunity to wish all of you fathers out there a happy father's day especially um, my my father glenn maynard my husband's father uh, bill evans and then the most special father in my life would be my husband and I know that he uh, will have a special day today yeah I get to see my boys and my daughters so that is going to be exciting Um, we want just to let everybody know again our goal to start church is the first week of August Mm -hmm. so I was up there this week doing some painting doing some things around that's the reason we don't have a podcast or a YouTube video this week we're trying to do some a couple things inside, and then we're going to try to get with the people in the church. Uh, probably have Miss Ann send out a text to have you all get back with us on a time in July, the latter part of the month, that y'all can come and help us just clean everything down. And so when everybody comes in, it'll be fresh and clean for everyone. But as I was praying and asking what to minister on today, I, I'm a little different. I'm not like a lot of pastors. If it's a Mother's Day, Father's Day, or something like that. I just try to go with what God leads me to mm-hmm. minister on and not just, hey, I'm going to preach on not the Father's. Theme. Yeah, I just, I've never done that. I, so today I want to talk about worship and praise, mm-hmm. also your mouth, because mm-hmm. all that to me goes together. And I think it's a very crucial part of our Christian walk. And especially through what everybody's been going through right now. With chaos, you know, within our country and with the coronavirus, we could have a, uh, we could be easy to fall back and complaining all the time. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that you're not doing that. So in Ezekiel 28, 13 through 14, we're not going to read that. But if you read through that, you'll see that Lucifer was God's first musician. Mm-hmm. So praise and worship, as we would say today, was very crucial to God. Mm-hmm. Because that was one of the things he had constantly. And right now, even you read in Revelation, it's constantly praise and worship mm-hmm. going on in heaven. So don't you think it's vital that we would do a lot of that here on this planet? Yes. In Psalms 57 and 7, it says, My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise. I will sing and give praise. Now, me, I can't sing, so... Uh, <laughs> This would be more of a, a all-by-myself thing. But, and that's somewhat joking, I think everyone should have a melody in their heart to God. And they should be praising God. But the thing that we've got to do as Christian, instead of groaning and complaining, yeah. oh no, another day, we need to practice praising God. Yes. And it would be easy to fall in groaning and complaining. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot you, to complain about. Well, you don't. In the natural. Well, there's a reason a lot of times you just need to turn the TV off. Yeah, that's true. And not watch it because you'll tell me that. Get off that. Quit listening to that. Yeah. Because when you see some things, it gets you off the focus of what you should be focusing on. See, the more you talk about how bad you feel and how depressed you are, the worse your conditions become. It it solidifies it because you you're magnifying it and you're making it a part of yourself. You're making it so real when you focus your attention on it and it brings it into yourself yes. and it you're focusing more on that than you are on the solution which is 
God is the Word. Well, I said this, I think we even said this last week, and if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, you have to go back and listen to it. I thought it was a, par- a powerful uh, podcast. But more you you see things and you talk about it, you should be talking to the situation in yes. front of you on how big your God is. Yeah. And how powerful He is. And declare the Word to those circumstances. Mm-hmm. And that goes along with uh, Proverbs chapter 18 and 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Okay, death and life is in the power of... The tongue. Our tongue. Yeah. So we're speaking life to things, and we're speaking death to things with what proceeds out of our mouth. Mm -hmm. So with all that's going on on this planet, and with all that's going on in America, we need to begin to speak peace. Yeah. We need to begin to speak life. We need to begin to speak the anointing. We need to speak death to the coronavirus. We need to begin to allow our mouth to echo, echo what the Word says. When you had mentioned about practicing, you know, that we need to practice praising God. Yes. It, 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 you, can, you can tell if in a situation what you're really made of is what's the first thing that comes out of your mouth. And if you're practicing praise, it's so easy to fall into when you hear a beautiful song or you you read a scripture. You just feel the presence of God in nature is to enter into that praise and worship instead of the, oh my God, complaining, grumping. Yes. and just turn your attention to him. But it does take practice. Well, it does because your nature wants to oh, yeah. bicker and complain about everything. And especially, the again, with what we're going on. And we've got to train ourselves. We've got to allow the Spirit of God to rise yes. in us. Yes. And the Spirit wants to praise and worship God. So we've got to allow that to flow to the outside of us. And sometimes, again, turn off things. Yeah. Quit listening to things. Yeah. And begin to focus more on what God has planned for you. Let's... You know, again, we were talking about uh, death and life and the power of your tongue. I know I, I mentioned this, and, and one uh, guy in our church said, I never heard that talked about until you brought it up, Pastor. So we want to go a little bit deeper into this, the death and life and the power of your tongue. So look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 29. Well, one, uh, let's look at 11 through 12 first. Uh, then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. Well, look at Genesis chapter 1 and 29 before we really talk about it. It says, And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed, to you it shall be for food. Okay, so here you see that what you sow from, like, it's just somebody that's a farmer. Mm -hmm. They sow corn, they reap corn. Mm -hmm. They sow tomatoes, they reap tomatoes. They sow cucumbers, they reap tomatoes. Why? Because that is in the seed. Yes, that produces after, after its, its kind. kind. So if you and I want to um, to reap love, mm-hmm. we show love. Mm-hmm. But also along with that, if you want to reap strife, you show strife. Yeah. But sometimes strife will try to attack itself to you and you've got to resist it. So sometimes you do have to put a resistance, which goes back to the farmer. 
mm-hmm. making sure he's protecting his seed. Getting rid of the weeds. Yes, make sure he keeps things out of it shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this also is talking about what you are producing. So whatever your words you're speaking, because death and life is in the power of the tongue, whatever seed you're, you're spitting out of your mouth mm-hmm. will produce. Oh, yeah. That's the reason you and I made a conscious uh, decision mm-hmm. before we even had our babies. We were want to watch what we spoke over them, mm-hmm. and we would really get aggravated and go against somebody a little bit if they tried to put a seed on our kids yeah. because we wanted them to know that they were, could accomplish anything they put their mind to by the power of God and by the Word of God. So we kind of watched that because mm-hmm. we got a hold of this Listen to some ministers, Pastor Greg for one, that really got this in us. Mm-hmm. That we've got to watch what we speak out because it will bring seeds to itself. If you walk around and say, well, I'm never going to be nothing. I'm always going to be broke. I'm never going to be able to buy nothing, do something, take my kids, take my family on vacation. You know what? You're not. You probably won't because you're sowing those seeds mm-hmm. that will keep you. For instance, if you get up in the morning and you don't feel good, Smith Wigglesworth would get up if he didn't feel good if a dance around his bed and praise and worship God. But we get up and as soon as something happens, I don't know if I'll ever get over this. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever feel normal again. This is going to be a bad day. Yes. Yeah. Well, you've already sowed the seed. So mm-hmm. what do you expect to come back? Because the Word's already shown us that what we're speaking, the seed, the life is in that seed that we're planting and death and life is in the power of your tongue. Yeah. So look at how long should this go on? Genesis chapter 8 and 22 tells us how long uh, this will continue. It says right here. It says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. So to me, the sowing, the reaping. Forever. Is forever because as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, Mm -hmm. and it goes on with the rest of it. And we're really talking about seed. So when you get up in the morning you really need to begin to change what you're saying. And we all do it. We all can get up. I just feel, you know, you wake up and you have that kind of coat on you. Yeah. Ooh, like you are mad. You don't even know what you're mad. You're irritated. But you can deal with that. Yeah. Right off the bat. Uh, Ephesians 6 and 7 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Now, we use this when people, uh, for offerings. Yeah. And it's fine. You can use that because what you sow, you do reap. We're using it a little different today, and it's not taking it a bit out of context because we're talking about death and life is in the power of the tongue, so that seed coming from your lips. So here, it's telling you, God's, that be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever man soweth that shall also reap. So if I am sowing words of comfort, mm-hmm. words of love, words of encouragement when i need those i've sowed those seeds yeah you know what's going to come back you know Mm -hmm. what's going to come back when i'm going through something somebody's going to come along and encourage me Mm -hmm. and do those things for me uh philippians says the phillips translation says sorry i said it wrong (laughs) (laughs) a man's harvest in life will depend entirely on what he sows entirely Mm -hmm. same different translations of the same verse uh so entirely on what I sow. Yeah. So whatever I'm living in today is what I sowed yesterday. Yeah. So if you want to change your tomorrow, begin to change what you're saying today. Yeah. Uh, 
And I have fallen into that. We all have. Yeah. No, this, this message does not bring condemnation to anyone. Mm-hmm. It's to encourage you because we've all done this. We've all given in to that kind of, uh, of thing because you and I every day are framing our world. Yeah, we are. And so I want to make sure that we frame it in the right way. And I've had to go back and say, Lord, just tear everything down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't take it back down to the dirt because my foundation's wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure I got those right pillars in the right places so I can build a strong foundation. And you may have to do that. There's so many times. I, you can even go back to Christmas when the kids were little and you would pull all of those parts out of a box to build something for the kids and the instruction manual was six seven pages long and you always thought (laughs) that you didn't need Need the instructions instructions. yes so you would put whatever together and then realize you had all of these extra parts and it hadn't been put together properly and i had to take it all you had to take it all apart and ended up being three times the t- new amount of time needed to do something and it's the same with this if you're not building and framing properly it's not strong no. it's not going to give you the intended purpose for what you you're setting out to do well with what you're saying is we have a manual mm-hmm. it's called the bible and it tells you what to think up on what to dwell upon it really yeah. tells you what to say yeah uh, and again, you sometimes you need to go to those mountains and speak to those mountains the word. Quit telling the mountain how bad it is, yeah. and begin to speak to the word. Speak the word to the mountain and tell the mountain how big your God yeah. is. Yeah, just read the instructions. So it's right here. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes you need to go back and say, Father, just I just want to blow it all up and start from the beginning. And well, Pastor, I'm a little older. It don't matter. Age has nothing right. to do with this. That's right. You can blow it all up again by the power of God and by the Word of God and say, I just want to start over and begin to change your confession. Now, here's what we mess up. We change our confession today and we think it's going to change tomorrow. Yeah. It's a process, just yes, like building is. a house. It takes a process to see it. I know one time we had picked a house that we had it built mm-hmm. and we would go by on a constant basis and thought it should be long farther than it was. And it wasn't because they had to get all the permits and they had to do yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. It takes a process. Yeah. So don't get weary in well-doing for you shall reap if you don't lose heart. If you don't think, eventually what we're talking about, you're going to begin to see it manifest in your life. See, I want you to say, what is there there? Genesis 1, and God said 10 times, let it be, or Let it I be. say it. He spoke. Yes. Yeah. Words are powerful. They're spiritual containers. Now, you know what containers are because you always make me put stuff in containers. Like yesterday, you bought a watermelon. I had to put it in a container, mm-hmm. and it kept it fresh yeah. for a season. But your words, what you're speaking. They, they're, they carry things. Yes. They're stored. They're, they're there to yeah. begin to develop. So, see, it's very powerful yeah. what we speak and say about real life. Mm-hmm. about our personal ministry, about the people in our church, what you all say about your pastor and his wife. It's very important what we are projecting over your kids mm-hmm. and etc. Hebrews chapter 1 and 3, this is powerful. Listen to this. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Uphold means? To keep from falling or slipping. The reason gravity works like it does, mm-hmm. the reason everything, the reason the stars don't hit the earth mm-hmm. is because 
he is upholding. Listen to how powerful that is. His word. Through a word. Through his word, all of that is exactly where it needs to be, and it's staying there. Yeah. You know, the earth rotates around exactly how he wants it to rotate around the earth, around the uh, sun because of his word. Mm-hmm. So you and I have got to realize, we just want you to realize how powerful the it is. See, the most powerful uh, force in the universe is your word. Yeah. They're saying that you can speak a word and it just keeps carrying throughout the universe. Yeah, the sound I mean, waves. Your sound wave that you're projecting right now mm-hmm. will continue long after you're gone. Mm-hmm. So you need to speak life to your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids, because that keeps carrying. The Bible says in John chapter 6 and uh, 63... It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. The words I speak to you are spirit and life. And life. So, so the words that you need to speak is to encourage mm-hmm. and to bring life to things. Mm-hmm. Not death, but life. See, the more you begin to praise God for what he is doing for you, the better you feel and the brighter your life will begin to look. Yeah. Speak life over things. Speak, call those things that be not as though they are. Speak life over circumstances. Say you have a bad relationship with your kids or with your mom and dad or whatever it is. Begin to speak life to that. Mm-hmm. And God will begin to move supernaturally in the, in the hearts of the people. Yeah. And it, again, it might take a season. Mm-hmm. It might take some time. But eventually you'll begin to see those things happen. You, you, you tie it in with with praise and worship again. Praise changes the atmosphere too. You can put on some, you know, good. I, I like Hillsong United or um, Jesus Culture Bethel music, and just fill the room with good music, and it just, it immediately immediately changes the atmosphere. Well, we we made a decision years ago uh, when you know we had our boys I was working over 70 hours a week and you would try your best because you know I was tired when I came home uh, I mean I would even go to work after church on Sunday uh, I know you remember it mm-hmm. but you you would try your best to set the atmosphere when I came home you would have praise and worship going on you had been praying because you knew when I came home how tired I would be because I was working in a warehouse that was hot, especially mm-hmm. in North Carolina. And it changed everything. Yeah. It, it, when you walked into the house, you could feel the presence of God so strong because you had already said that. You had set that atmosphere because mm-hmm. you didn't want me to walk into stress yeah. from leaving what I just left. You just left stress. So let me say right now, most of you all are home right now. You're not getting out a lot. Change the atmosphere of your home. Mm-hmm. Spend some time praying and worshiping God and begin to see those things begin to change around you. And again, it takes a little season. Not that God can't do it instantly. He can. Mm-hmm. But usually it does take a process. See, the, important, the importance of praise and worship uh, to a Christian is the backbone of our Christian life. Mm-hmm. You can pray and you can read and you need to do those things. But you really begin to see freedom Mm-hmm. When you and I begin to praise and worship God, it, it's trusting Him. You're trusting yes. Him, so you're grateful. You know that what you've asked 
of him he's doing so it's so easy to it's done it's a done deal so I'm going to praise you for it God I don't care what it looks like I've I've come to you in prayer I've got the word that backs up yes what I've asked you and I've, I'm resting in you and when you're resting in him and you're truly trusting him there you have to praise it. I mean, there's nothing. Well, you're stepping you out of faith. To. You're stepping out of faith too, because yeah. you've not seen it yet. Yes. And so you're saying, and the devil don't like that. Yeah. That's when your phone will start ringing and the kids will start screaming or whatever, because he doesn't want you to praise and worship God. Because that's a a big thing of faith. Oh yeah. You know, saying, you know, I may not have seen it yet, Father, but I'm going to praise you. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to magnify your name through this. So I just encourage you, when we get done here in a few moments. Put some music on. Take some time today, and and for a while, well, you need to do it for the rest of your life, but uh, read a little bit. Mm-hmm. Pr- uh, pray some. You don't bag God. You ask according to His Word. And then spend some time in praise and worship. And I really believe you're going to see some the things change. And I'm encouraging everyone at Real Life to begin to do this now a lot. So when we have that first service, we're just pumped up and ready to go. You've practiced. You yes. You be ready. Uh, change equals growth. I've said this before, and growth equals change. And I've said this to the people at Real Life, and I've said it to every church I've ever pastored. Change is not a change till a change takes place. Yeah. You can talk about change all you want to, but until you make your decision, you you're going to it. change, you're not going to experience change. Mm-hmm. People change in three ways. Yep. Number one, baby. When they hurt enough, they have to change. Two. They learn enough they want to change. Three. Or they receive enough that they're able to change. Well, we want them to learn enough. They want they want to change. And then we want them to receive what we're saying today, that they are able to change. Yeah. It's important that we all change. I mean, maybe you don't like change. I don't like certain change in things. Um, it's not comfortable. Well, it's not comfortable. But... We're all changing anyway. Yeah. We're getting older. <laughs> yeah. We're getting older. Uh, things are changing. But that's a good thing because it, if you're not changing, you're done. That's right. So it's good. And we said this last week. We're always changing mm-hmm. when it comes to, uh, you know, our boys has added a lot to, to how we even look at the Bible because they'll say, have you thought about this and saw this? And, you know, Jordan and Jared both. Mm-hmm. So, and even, uh, you know, our daughter's. We they they put a lot into us because sometimes we have blinders on and see something in one way, mm-hmm. and that's the way a lot of religion is started. They just see something in one way. Now, one thing that don't change is the word. No, but we are the ones. So I just want you to let you know it takes change to make a change. So yeah. Father, I'm gonna make a change today. I'm gonna make a change on what I'm speaking, what I'm saying. I'm gonna begin to speak blessing over every you know over the people I love and over things. I'm gonna speak blessing over the pastor and over real life church. We're going to begin to speak blessing because I want to reap blessing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Psalms 51 and 12 says, Restore unto me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your free spirit. One way to restore, to see, you know, here he's praying to restore to me the joy of my salvation. But you can help restore the joy of your salvation. You can help it by beginning to speak the right thing Mm -hmm. and also practicing praise and worship. Now, Sometimes it's a faith thing. Oh, yeah. You might not feel like lifting your hands up. And you might not feel like jumping. You might not feel like twirling around. But that's all a part of stepping out in faith. And when you begin to do that, you'll feel something begin begin to happen on the inside of you. 
and it will ignite a fire. Mm -hmm. And somebody says, well, that's just flesh. Well, I got news for you. You're in the flesh. That's it. So the Bible says, and we're not going down this road today, but lift up your hands to jump, to leap, to twirl around for joy. Mm -hmm. So we're waiting for joy to, as I said at church before, to zap us, and that don't happen this way. You have to begin to say, Father, I'm going to do this in faith. My hands are up. Father, I'm going to leap, jump. And the Bible does say lay lay hands and stir up the gift. Sometimes you got to lay hands on yourself. But this is the process. Before long, you'll feel the Spirit of God. You'll feel the anointing of God. So to me, that's important. See, you can, however, make a a decision uh, today to change. Father, I'm going to change today. And when you change, when change is successful... You will look back at it and call it growth. Yeah. See how far you've come. Well, Father, I was here, but now yeah. I see I'm here. Yeah. And again, all of this, we have grown to receive this. Mm-hmm. We didn't know this at first. I mean, when we got married, and I, I've said this, I think I said this in the last thing, the last podcast. You helped me so much when you said, Rodney, just don't read, pray. And then we begin to realize not only do we need to to read and pray, we need to do a lot of praise and worship mm-hmm. because that is when we begin also to see change in things. When you take things in, there has to be an outlet. Yes. Or you become stagnant. Yes. So whatever you're taking in comes out of your mouth through sowing seed, through praise and worship, through positive confession. You can also, uh, you must obey yes if the lord speaks something to you do it and then giving unto others through service also is a way as an outlet well a lot of times god speaks to you not just when you're and he and now again he can do this through all three means he'll speak to you sometimes when you're in your bible sometimes when you're praying because you're communicating back mm-hmm. to you but a lot of times when he communicates back to you and directs you and tells you what to do it's during praise and worship yeah you know, he'll say, you need to do this. You need to bless somebody with this. You need to speak or make a phone call. Well, when you're in praise and worship, you know, the, the Word teaches us that it silences the enemy. Yes. So I think the voice of God becomes a little clearer during praise and worship. So a lot of times it, it fine-tunes that. As you may say that. Yeah. It's they, almost like those old radios you had to yeah, fine-tune something to in. That's right. Now you got the seek button and it finds it for you. But this right here is you fine-tune. So when you're praising and worshiping God, that's like fine-tuning mm-hmm. what you've been reading, what you've been praying, so you can pick up that signal from God so He can communicate with you. Yeah. Because usually I have realized that's when He communicates with me, when I'm, I'm in, that, in that avenue of praise and worship. Yeah. So, listen, I hope you've enjoyed today. We enjoy doing this and sharing the Word of God with you. Listen, if you don't go to real life, practice what we're talking about. If you go to real life, we most definitely want you to practice uh, what we're talking about today. And we want to thank everyone through uh, Facebook, through Twitter, uh, and other means that you've got back to us and told us you enjoy the podcast, you enjoy the YouTube videos. Again, if you want to find the YouTube videos we do, it's over on YouTube. It's called Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney Evans. You can go over there and listen to those things. And we even talk about praise and worship over there on some older videos. And if you're at church and you want to listen to the video, go back and listen to some of those because faith come by hearing and hearing and, and hearing. hearing. <laughs> and I go back and listen to those too, so it's not something I'm asking you to do. Listen, Teresa and I love you. We want to pray really quick for you today. And if you're not a Christian, all you got to do is ask Jesus to come into your life. 
and just believe that he died on the cross and he rose the third day and ask him to be Lord of your life. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. And it's that simple. It's not something you have to draw out. No. You just accept him as Lord and Savior and ask him to forgive you of your sins. So we, uh, you know, if you do that, we ask you to notify us some way and let us know. If you can't get in touch with us, call somebody and say, hey, I just want you to know that I just give my life to the Lord because that way you're letting someone know that. You're confessing it. Yes. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come in your presence. We thank you for everyone listening through our podcast today. We ask that you bless them, Father. We declare that they're the head and not the tail. They're blessed going in and they're blessed going out, Father. We speak health and healing over them, Father. According to the Word of God, it says, By His stripes they are healed. Father, we declare the goodness of God. And Lord, we thank you today that you're going to bless them spirit, soul, and body. And Lord, and we just thank you for them listening to us today. And again, we pray blessing upon every single person that's listening today. And Teresa and I love you. So until we talk next week, we're asking God's best to be yours, spirit, soul, soul, and and body. body. Amen.